0: It's Scott McCain. Time again for another in our series of podcasts, Create Distinction in Sales and Customer Service. We've moved our recording studio outside for the day. in a courtyard here for the office. And, oh, what a beautiful day. Glad summer is here. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, we're recording in uh, the end of May 2013. And uh, glad that summer is finally here. And, you know, this is the time to reflect as well. Now that the weather's... A little bit better for many of us in different parts of the country. It's time to kind of get outside. Maybe take your notepad with you do some reflecting on some of the steps that you need to take to stand out and move up, regardless of what's going on with the competition. What does it take to create distinction in an era when great isn't good enough to grow your business? You know, with all the challenges that we face in technology, the the demand by customers for instant response and instant gratification, social media, and email, everything around us, it's just absolutely incredible how the pressure is on us to constantly be on top of so many things all at the same time. And it seems to me that sometimes we are our own biggest problem. By that I mean sometimes with the pressures that we are under, we often make, to use a tennis term, an unforced error. You know, we don't mean to confuse the customer. We don't mean to upset our colleagues. We don't mean to be delayed in our responses via email or social media. We want to do everything that we need to do, but yet there's so much to do and such pressure uh, on us to do it that sometimes we just make what we call an unforced error. I found an article not long ago in USA Today. It was written by Dell Jones, and the article's title was CEOs take a lesson from tennis. The article says, Last year, in the men's single matches at Wimbledon, this is important, think about this for a second, players who made the fewest unforced errors won 70% of the time, according to an, al- an analysis done for USA Today by IBM tennis consultant Keith Sowell of London. In 127 matches, losers had 706 more unforced errors than the winners. Now, perhaps even more telling, in the final 31 matches, when the world's best played each other, the percentage of unforced errors dropped dramatically among both the winning and losing players. Even so, the winners had the least unforced errors even more often. In other words, the better the competition got, the more that unforced errors determined who would win or who would lose. In in the in the best players, when it got up to the top seeds playing each other, those who had the least unforced errors won almost 75% of the time in those matches. Well, what constitutes what constitutes an unforced error in business, according to that USA Today article? Here's the quote. Most seem minor and occur day-to-day. I can't tell you how angry business customers get when the vendor can't get a bill to them on time at all. Or at all. Because it's going to the wrong address, for example, says Michael Critelli, then the CEO of Pitney Bowes, the Fortune 500 maker of mailing equipment and software. In other words, what we have to do is find a way in business today to eliminate as many unforced errors as we can. So how do we do that? Let me give you three steps that I think are going to help you get rid of some of the unforced errors that we make in business. Number one, get started earlier. Some of you are already saying, Scott, I didn't know it was going to be that hard. What do you mean? I'm putting in so many hours. If if you get up 30 minutes earlier, just during the work week, that gives you two and a half hours extra to get things done. Now, here's what I'd do with that two and a half hours. I would use that first extra 30 minutes of the day as time to think. Part of the problem in, in this pressured culture is that we're so busy responding that we don't have time to plan and to contemplate. I, I really suggest that. Get up 30 minutes earlier and use that time to put on a cup of coffee or, or sit at the table and, and pull out a notepad and just write to think. Here's number two set specific times each day for email. Now, I need to hear this advice as much as I like to present it because I'm constantly checking my iPhone, constantly checking my email. But I found I'm much more productive when I set specific times that I'll respond. You know, maybe like Dr. Pepper, it's 10, 2, and 4. But but find the specific times that work for you, three to four times a day, and those are the times that you're going to block out the time to answer and respond to email. And you know something I found that very, very few people worry about it if I get back to them, two hours later as opposed to 20 minutes later in most cases. Here's the third. At the end of every day, make a list of what you're going to do the next day. Make your to-do list every single day. The reason why? It clears your mind and prepares you for a good night's sleep. Rather than tossing and turning in bed worrying about all the things that you have to do tomorrow, just get them on the list and you know that you're going to get up early and get started on your problem right away. When we do these things, we help eliminate some of the unforced errors that determine the winners and the losers, those average and those distinctive in business today. This is Scott McCain. Thanks so much for listening to Create Distinction in Sales and Customer Service.